This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Welcome in another edition of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast alongside Adam Burke. Joining me here in the Circus Studios, you can follow him on Twitter at Skating Tripods. I'm at one Tim Murray. Bowl season is upon us. We have one regular season game remaining, the Army-Navy game, and then the slate of bowls will get rolling. We will be checking in on a weekly basis doing a little more in-depth on the bowl games. We, of course, had a podcast earlier this week with some early bets that both myself and Matt Humans have played. We'll get Adam's thoughts on some of the bowl games, the Heisman Trophy, and Army-Navy. Adam, always appreciate it. And uh, let's jump into Army-Navy as we sit here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. We're looking at a total of 27.5 and, and a spread, we'll call it 3 Juice to Navy, minus three Army with uh, minus 115 juice. But uh, if you do like Army, you could find a two and a half. If you do like Navy, you can find that three. Before we get to the total, which is what everyone wants to talk about, how do you look at this game from a side perspective? Because clearly Army money has hit the market here uh, as this game has uh, has moved and is uh, heading towards that three. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the Army money. My line personally here is two and a half in this game. And, you know, obviously, I mean, both of these teams are very familiar with each other. They play annually. They both run very, very similar offenses. So their defenses are used to seeing it in practice and all of that. So a lot of familiarity in this game. It definitely tends to be a tighter game more often than not. But, you know, you and I were talking about this before we started recording. Navy, who's actually in a conference, 
120th in strength of schedule per Jeff Sagarin. Army, who is not, 96th. Now, a big part of that is Army did play UTSA. They played LSU. They played Troy, the champion of the Sun Belt. So Army definitely stepped up a little bit, although they didn't fare all that well in those games. But I think Army is just the better team. You know, I think Army is a better offensive team. We've kind of seen that play out over the last few seasons. So uh, two and a half, I lean to Army at three. It would be a no play for me. As for the total, I, I I don't have a play on this one. Army, you look at their year, and uh, it got off to a pretty bad start, and I would have thought Navy would be the, the better team. And, uh, you know, you look at Army got shut out in back-to-back games, shut out against Troy, shut out against LSU, nothing to sneeze at there. Then they lost to UMass, but since the month of November came around, they were 3-0, and uh, wrapped up the season with a, a win over Coastal Carolina, which was a – Really a great spot for Army. I think both you and I played Army uh, in that game. I know I did. And uh, now you look at Army and see if they can uh, roll that way for, for Navy. Well, and, and by the way, that Coastal Carolina game was November 18th. Yeah. So Army hasn't played since then. And Navy, of course, getting blown out by SMU in the game where Preston Stone got hurt. So really, really long layoff for the Black Knights here. Yeah, and Navy, you know, since the, uh, since the Air Force game, very disappointing performance against Temple because I thought they would be bowl bound, uh, but they lost to Temple. They beat UAB, uh, pulled away in that one, beat East Carolina, and then uh, the game against SMU. I do like Navy's defense, and I do think this is going to be a, a slugfest, so to speak. But, you know, I think the thing to point out, and I, I know we talked about it last year, uh, when you look at the, the trend of this rivalry and the fact that the under had had hit I believe in 15 consecutive years prior to last year going over the total of 32 but it went over because of overtime double overtime uh being needed but I do think it's important Adam and I you know we've talked about this just because it's gone under doesn't mean it has gone under the current number, right? So it's sitting at 27 and a half, which is comically low. Uh, last year went to double overtime, so we throw that one out. 2021 would have gone over this total, a 17-13 final. Uh, 2020 was 15 to nothing, so that would have gone under. But then you look at 2019, 31 to 7. Uh, so you were talking about it, you know, off air. Three of the last four Army-Navy games have actually gone over the current total of 27 and a half. We had Brad Powers on Beeson primetime, his normal spot on Tuesdays, and he didn't give it out as a play, Adam, but he said, look, if this thing keeps going down, I'm going to have to hit the over at some point. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're at a point now where four touchdowns with extra points gets you over the total in this game. I mean, do we get four touchdowns? I think that's a very fair question, but, you know, the weather looks good. Saturday in Foxborough. This one is at Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play. First time ever that the game will be played there. 50 degrees and sunny, no wind, so that's not a concern. I mean, wind wouldn't be a concern in this game anyway because neither team throws the football that much. But there were some rule changes this season, you know, in terms of blocking. Um, you know, we, we saw Air Force, you know, kind of change their offense up a little bit. Same thing for these two teams as well. Uh, and, and look, I mean, people are going to People are going to gravitate towards that trend that you talked about, Tim. Even though this total has moved down you know, four points basically since open, people are still going to look at that and say, well, this game's gone under 15 of the last 16 times. It has to go under again. But to your point, this is about as low the, as the total can be for this game. So I would 
lean towards the over, but I uh, probably don't want to get too involved in that. Yeah, and it's also worth noting that the two previous Service Academy games that were played this year, Air Force beat Navy 17-6. to uh, Still upset for some reason. Brian Newberry decided to go for two there. We still don't understand why, but that's beside the point. And Army beat Air Force 23-3. to Still so, a stunning result. Yeah. I mean, even, even with how Air Force finished the regular season, still a shocker there. So that is also worth noting, not that there is ever any motivation question in this one. With a win, Army would grab the Commander-in-Chief's trophy. With a loss, it would actually go back to Air Force because they won it last year. So Army-Navy, uh, for my money, best rivalry in all of sports. I love it. I've been to the game just once. Uh, it'll be interesting to see it up in Foxborough, uh, I believe for the first time ever. Three o'clock. Yep, first time on cbs uh, should be a, a fun one to watch uh, i always enjoy watching the army navy game all right before we uh, take a break and get some uh, quick thoughts on some bowl games some opt-out updates uh last night here in las vegas uh, i was at the uh awards dinner where we saw the newest class of the College Football Hall of Fame get inducted. Tim Tebow probably being the headliner of that class, but a, a lot of big names that you know from college football. Jeremy Macklin got in, inducted in the Hall of Fame, so on and so forth. And they also handed out the Campbell Trophy, which is known as the Academic Heisman. And Bo Nix won it. Now, sadly, I went to the counter today and I said, hey, Bo Nix won the Academic Heisman. Can I get my 30 to one on the real Heisman. And they said, no, get away from me. So uh, that did not work out in our favor. I anticipate Adam come Saturday night. It'll be a, a pretty decent landslide for Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback to win the Heisman trophy. I don't think there are any markets up currently. Uh, at least I haven't seen any. It's a bummer. We had uh, we had a great bet. It got to minus 230. Um, I was stubborn and I said it. I didn't really hedge off of it. I found a couple avenues to at least just make some money back. You could have gone money line on Washington. If you found, uh, you know, I know DraftKings was offering live Heisman odds during the Pac-12 championship. So if you were able to get off it that way, uh, I, I played it incorrectly. You know, uh, you live and you learn. I thought Oregon would win the game and you know, maybe we could play off of it later this week. That was not the case. So, Bo Nix, it was a fun run, 30-1, to 1, but uh, we ain't going to get there. Jaden Daniels is going to win this Heisman Trophy. Yeah, good run, fun game. I went to it. Uh, that was the first like major college football game I've been to. I've seen Ohio State play Iowa, and I've gone to a couple South Carolina games, but they clearly didn't mean nearly as much uh, as that game did for the Pac-12 championship. Um, I mean, Kalen DeBoer made every adjustment necessary. Michael Penix was the better of the two players in that game. And, you know, I mean, Washington, of course, makes the playoff. Now, look, we made a good bet. That's all you can ask for. You know, I mean, sometimes good bets don't win. And we made a good bet, and it's not going to get there. And, hey, credit to Jaden Daniels. You know, I mean, he had four touchdowns against Army and eight touchdowns against Georgia State, and you know, apparently that's enough to win the award, so good for him. <laughs> Just a little a little shade there, so uh, we will see. Uh, Honestly, I mean, he had a phenomenal season. But let's be honest here, and I even mentioned this to you. Like, there was the graphic that Schefter tweeted out with the Final Four, and it's got Jaden Daniels' total touchdowns. But Bo Nix passing touchdowns, even though if you include Nix's rushing touchdowns, he was only four total TDs away from Daniels. So, you know, whatever. I digress. But, I mean, good for Jaden Daniels. You know, I mean, he had a phenomenal season. And we talked about it, too. I mean, this isn't sour grapes or anything like that. We said at multiple junctures on this show yep. that Jaden Daniels should win the Heisman. 
and he wouldn't because LSU had three losses and Oregon would go to the playoff. Oregon picked up a second loss, isn't going to the playoff. So now that can't be an excuse for the voters. And Penix, uh, if he didn't have a horrendous month in November where he was probably a little bit banged up, uh, I think he would have had a chance to win the award. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, the guy who, uh, speaking of Tim Tebow, seeing him last night, uh, he, he had three losses, his Heisman Trophy year, and I think that's what's going to happen. I'm pretty confident, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, before we hit a break and uh, take a look at some bowl games that you're eyeing up here, Adam, and, and we will next week kind of go more in-depth uh, in the uh, the group of games from December 16th to, we'll call it, you know, maybe December 19th or something like that. Um you saw Washington in person. They get Texas. Uh, Alabama gets Michigan. Early thoughts on uh, the two playoff games, and have there been any bets that you've uh, put in the uh, put in the old hopper? Well, the first thought here is I have Alabama favored in this game. I think Alabama's the better team. I think that's quite clear. I know that they struggle with Auburn, but Michigan's offense is not good. I mean, their defense might be really, really good. I mean, they haven't played a running around quarterback like Jalen Monroe or Jalen Milrow all season long. I think that causes some problems for them, but their offense is not good. I mean, against Ohio State, their best play was a running back pass. They did very little against Iowa. They did very little against Penn State. They, when they've had to kind of step up a little bit, their offenses looked very, very anemic. J.J. McCarthy has not been particularly good. Everyone got all excited about that throw he made against Ohio State. If the DB turns around, it's a pick. So, yeah, it kind of fit into a tight window to a degree, but the defensive back didn't play it well. McCarthy has not put up good numbers in, in some of the bigger games. Blake Corum does not have a great yards per carry average, despite having a bunch of rushing touchdowns. So I like Alabama. I think Alabama closes the favorite in this game because I think a lot of people, as they continue to evaluate this, will look at Michigan's offense and say this is just not a good group. And I think the Crimson Tide, you know, I mean, right now would be a minor upset, but... I think Alabama goes off favorites in that game. Yeah, I have, uh, and we talked about it on the podcast, uh, we haven't talked about it as much because I didn't think it would get home. The week after we played the Bo Nix 30-1, to I took an Alabama 14-1. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to sit here with Alabama, and I'm not going to hedge off of it. Maybe I'm being stubborn again, but I agree with you. I think they're the better team. Uh, you certainly could take a Michigan future uh, if you want to hedge off. But, you know, when you're in a situation with four teams remaining, Adam, you know, you start hedging all this now you're really eating into that profit. So uh, I'm going to play it out because I think I would have bet Alabama and I'm uh, just going to sit back and uh, hope my 14 to one gets into a championship game. And then we could figure out what we're going to do uh, with that. All right, we're going to take one quick break. When we come back, run through some bowl games that Adam's got some early plays on, maybe a couple updates from the portal as well. Stick around. It's the VSIN college football betting podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, your first week is always free. Get started at SBIA1.com today. All right, we're back. The VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. Also uh, worth noting, the bowl betting guide is free to everybody. You don't even have to be a VEASAN Pro subscriber. I don't know who did that, Adam. That's ridiculous. But it is free to everybody, so uh, make sure you get 
uh, our VSIN bowl betting guide, uh, vsin.com, to, uh, to get your hands on that. And in terms of the bowl previews, obviously, you know, we wanted to turn around that free bowl guide as quickly as possible. We got it out on Monday night. Our bowl previews and predictions, at least 72 hours lead time over at vsin.com for each individual game. Those bowl assignments are out. All of our writers are aware of what they have to do. So at least 72 hours lead time for the previews and predictions for the bowl season over at vsin.com. So I'll run through uh, what we talked about on the podcast on Monday. And, man, the bowl season moves. It moves fast. And and I do feel bad at times because Matt Newmans and I recorded late, late Monday night, you know, around midnight Pacific time, 3 a.m. Eastern. Podcast gets turned around by our producer, Stephen, and put out as soon as possible. And some of those numbers uh, have moved. So uh, for me, Notre Dame and Oregon State under was uh, around 45 and a half, 46 when we recorded. Now down to 44, 43 and a half. No official news yet on uh, the opt-outs for Notre Dame outside of Maris Leofal. But the anticipation is that left tackle Joe Alt, running back Audric Estime, right tackle Blake Fisher, potentially uh, Sam Hartman, the quarterback, will all be out for this bowl game. So uh, the Notre Dame-Oregon State bowl game, the Sun Bowl on December 29th, is, uh, has got a lot of moving parts. Obviously, we know about the situation regarding Oregon State's coach Jonathan Smith, a lot of their staff members, their quarterback situation. Damian Martinez is suspended with a DUI. So a whole lot going on in the Sun Bowl. That was a bet of mine. Uh, another bet that I put in uh, on the podcast was San Jose State minus eight and a half. Uh, still playable, I would say, under 10. Really like the spot for San Jose State. I won't dive into it. Go back and listen to the previous podcast. Uh, also, Rutgers plus four. That's down to two and a half. So, Probably would still lean that way. Uh, I think Rutgers probably wins this game. Um, and, and that's something, too, uh, when you look at a game like Missouri. Uh, when we've recorded the podcast on Monday night, the Cotton Bowl, um, before Kyle McCord opted out, Adam, that game was as high as six in favor of Ohio State. Now Missouri is laying two, minus one at, uh, at, at one shop. So, um, you know, sometimes you just you miss out on really good numbers. I missed out on the best of the number. I, I played, uh, you know, a juice three uh, with Missouri, took some money line as well. And then uh, I took some under in uh, Florida State and Georgia, which uh, still have 45 and a half. So, you know, still worth uh, worth a look there. All right. That's enough out of me, Adam. When you look through these bowls, which ones jumped out to you uh, initially? Yeah, there's a, a lot of things that jumped out. And, you know, I mean, the transfer portal is definitely a big part of it and something it's been – in some respects, it's kind of easy to account for. In other respects, it isn't. Like, there are some guys in the transfer portal, quarterback specifically, that I was like, really? Yeah. You're, you're going to move on? But, you know, I mean, if you're anybody in a group of five, and it's nice that Maiava is going to stay here for UNLV, at least that's what our own JVT uh, reported earlier in the week, that he's not going to jump ship. Which makes but, that, by the way, just to interrupt, um, and our colleague Stormy Bonatoni will be on the sidelines for that game, the guaranteed uh, rate bowl. the guaranteed rate bowl down in Phoenix. To me, that and the Alamo Bowl, so Kansas UNLV, that's uh, December 26th in Phoenix, and then the Alamo Bowl, December 28th in San Antonio. Outside of the playoff, and maybe Ole Miss and, uh, and Penn State, I think those are the two most intriguing bowls of the entire bowl season. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, you know, not having Gabriel for Oklahoma. I mean, what Arizona did late in the year was they are really, really high on Jackson Arnold, though. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma is. And yeah. And well, and that's the thing, right? Some of these guys are going to get a chance to play that wouldn't have played otherwise. And 
maybe some of these guys could be higher upside in yeah. some cases. I mean, not to say that this kid's going to go out there and put up Dylan Gabriel numbers, but it wouldn't be all that shocking, you know? So it, it's tough because you kind of have to know the depth charts. You kind of have to dig in a little bit more. I will say I, I do like Ole Miss plus three and a half against Penn State. I, I agree. I'm not a James Franklin guy. I don't think that Penn State has SEC level talent. And for Ole Miss, I mean, what? They lost to Georgia and Alabama. I mean, you know, that's that's not all that bad. Whereas Penn State, there were some games where they looked really, really bad. Indiana comes to mind. Illinois comes to mind. Of course, losing to Ohio State and Michigan. So I like Ole Miss in that game. That's one of the ones that I really keyed in on, you know, pretty quickly uh, in terms of the bowl season here. Now at this point in time, and this is some news that we didn't have, you know, when you guys did the first show Monday night, it would be impossible for me to not take Wyoming under a field goal with Wyoming minus two and a half. Craig Bull announced he's going to retire after the bowl game and Daquan Finn for Toledo is in the transfer portal. So to me, this line should be higher than it is now. I, I wasn't sure what to do with it initially. I kind of had the line right around the number, but now you got that whole win one for the Gipper rallying cry type of thing for Wyoming Toledo without their quarterback. Jason Candle is still for whatever reason in the running for the Duke job. So is Duke ever going to make a hire? I would hire John Summerall from Troy. That mm. would be my. That would be what I would do if I was Duke. But. By the way, I, I just I I don't know if people recognize this, and it's it's very important. So, the Arizona Bowl, which is uh, Barstool's uh, broadcast, right? It has not been on television. It will be on the CW. So, oh yeah, make sure you know December thirtieth. You know, dust off those Gilmore Girls. <laughs> reruns into the Arizona Bowl uh, on the CW. Yep, that's one of those where you you fall asleep watching the game and then you wake up and it's like it's like during March Madness when True TV is showing Impractical Jokers. Well, like all of a sudden you're going to be watching Charmed at 8 a.m. and you're going to be like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that is uh, what is if you fall asleep to a TNT broadcast, you're definitely waking up with that. Uh, what was it? Uh, Alyssa Milano witch show whatever charmed, it was yeah. is that charmed yeah. Oh, okay yeah is it See. is it on tnt not the cw shame know. on me i don't know i don't know which one carries law and order because that's always on too aren't they on all of them i oh. think so <laughs> they probably are at this 50 point 50 different versions of um, uh, law and one order. of the early games here i think is kind of interesting i don't think you guys had this information on monday night either uh Taylor green leaving boise state is we, so is we interesting because maddox madsen the backup is out. going to be out He's hurt. Uh, so, because that was one where I was like, oh man, like I have Boise State favored in that game. I kind of like this. And this is why I kind of wait for the market to settle and the news to break. Sometimes to my detriment, other times maybe in my favor. I was ready to fire on Boise State in this game. And then you get the tail and green thing on top of the backup being hurt. And even though they were excited to have Spencer, Spencer Danielson named the full time head coach, I had to change my tune about that bowl game. So, uh, on the podcast, we did know that Taylor Green was out, uh, and this was a bet that Matt talked about. He did make, and he said, I didn't expect Taylor Green to opt out and go into the portal. He could potentially come back. I want to read you something. B.J. Rains, who covers Boise Athletics, uh, does a really good job at B.J. Rains on Twitter. He said, I keep hearing good things about Colt Fulton. It wouldn't shock me if he starts the bowl game if Green doesn't return in the next few days. Also, why I was hesitant to get in on Boise, and I ultimately grabbed a little on plus three, not my favorite bet, was what was the running back situation going to look like? Ashton Genty did get a big NIL deal, so he's staying, and that's a huge boost for them. So I would lean Boise. I couldn't bet UCLA here because I don't think they're going to be motivated whatsoever to be playing in this bowl game. And as Matt pointed out, 
you lose Lynn, the defensive coordinator. That, that's the best piece of that coaching staff, it felt like. That's a really good point, and that's something else to keep in mind here because those dominoes are still falling. Before I make this point, I want to ask, how does a guy named Colt Fulton not start in the Big 12? <laughs> like, I mean, come on. That's the most Big 12 name ever for a quarterback. But the point I was going to make before I went off on a sidebar there is – Keep that in mind. Coordinators are still moving around. A lot of the transfer portal, we know now there's like upwards of 5,000 players in it and all of that. But coordinators are still going to be moving around. And those are the guys that are really putting together the game plans for the bowl games because the head coaches are out there trying to get their transfer portal kids while also you know making sure that they're still on the recruiting trail and all of that. So coordinators are definitely a really, really big deal. And one other one that I like here, they got a lot of time to prep for them. And James Madison got to a bowl. And I don't think that they're going to let that opportunity slip by. I know that Air Force really underperformed late in the year. And you could make an argument that this will be kind of a rallying point for them where their true talent level really shows up. But James, if there's going to be any team that's laser focused for one of the early bowl games, I think it's James Madison. And you could say that because it's a service academy with Air Force. But I think James Madison really shows up in that game. And here's a very important note, all right? So you need to keep a, a close eye on the portal decisions. Jordan McLeod, the quarterback for James Madison, is in the portal. Kirk Signetti, the head coach, is left to go to Indiana. Jordan McLeod is going to play in the bowl game. So that is something to uh, to keep an eye on there. It's, it, you're allowed. It's You're allowed to play in bowl games even if you are – in the portal so uh yeah uh james madison right now is what a three-point favorite uh mm -hmm. in that game against yep. armed forces uh, bowl, air yeah. forces uh or against air force in the armed forces bowl um all right before we bid farewell to next week by the way more of a deep dive on uh, all the bowl games on the 16th we've got a bowl game on the 18th the famous toastery bowl oh yeah uh, which is taking place at jerry richardson stadium which is charlotte's uh, home field there because the bahamas Bowl is going through some renovations. We've got UTSA Marshall, uh, Syracuse, South Carolina, uh, South, South Florida, excuse me. Um, my initial lean was the Bulls here. I uh, haven't gotten to the window yet, but uh, more time to dive into that. Is, Any uh, is Byron Brown in the transfer portal? Um, let me check. It, honestly, it's so hard to keep up with all these quarterbacks that are in there, but that dude's a legit dual threat type of guy. So I don't know if he's not in it yet. Maybe there's a chance here at some point. Um, all right, so six hours before we're recording, an update that Byron Brown was among the players slated to speak at USF's Bull, Me or, yeah, Bull Media Day. So seems like he's not going to enter the portal. That's good. Which is a really, really good thing for South Florida. And not only that, something to keep in mind for next season too, and this is getting way, way ahead, but USF is a team that offensively is really good. Defensively, they're really bad. If they're able to keep Brown there, their offense should be even better next year to where – the AAC is not particularly good. So maybe they're kind of a long shot candidate to keep in mind as you're you know, kind of going through your power ratings and all that this summer. All right. Any uh, any final games uh, that, that intrigue you, uh, bets that you've gotten in the hopper uh, so far? So I don't think there have really been a ton of opt-outs. I think Clemson's top wide receiver opted out. But Clemson-Kentucky is kind of a fascinating game to me because we just saw Kentucky beat Louisville you know, right there in Louisville's last game prior to the ACC championship game. And Clemson was better than their record throughout the course of the season. But there's some dysfunction in, in that Clemson program right now. Fired a bunch of coaches. Yeah, I mean, and, and Mark Stoops, you know, he was going to Texas A&M, then he wasn't. Now he's back there at Kentucky and says he's happy and all that. 
fascinating game with Clemson a seven-point favorite there in a game that I think could be kind of a defensive slugfest. So I feel like I kind of like Kentucky a little bit plus the points in that one. Yeah, Bo Collins is uh, in the transfer portal wide receiver for Clemson. Uh, I would imagine a couple guys uh, are going to opt out. Jeremiah Trotter, I believe, has confirmed that he will not play uh, in that bowl game. But uh, Clemson is a team that I would say historically, even in these lower level bowl games, has uh, has performed decently. The Gator Bowl is uh, is Clemson and Kentucky. That is on December 29th, a noon kickoff there in Jacksonville, Florida. As mentioned, we will continue to have more podcasts all throughout the bowl season. We'll have one next week, uh, but make sure you stay tuned to vcin.com for all of our in-depth previews. As mentioned, also the vcin free bowl betting guide is available right now. But for Adam Burke at Skating Tripods on Twitter, I am Tim Murray. You can follow me at one Tim Murray. We'll talk to you next week. Continue to get you ready for the bowl season right here on the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.